Welcome to South Harmon. Huh? Welcome to South Harmon. Hey, welcome to South Harmon. We glad you here today. Another AMA. Ask me anything. Super chat is cool if you wanna pay to play. Like and subscribe, that's what we really appreciate. Let me introduce you to the tear down king. Mike McNutter, that's your questions, he'll answer anything. ATM, you know Adam put them graphics on the screen. Glad you tapped in now, stay tapped in for the team. Hey, everything is posted. Go follow the socials. South Harmon FF tag us it, we get notice. Welcome to South Harmon, we glad you here today. you to know when my time on earth has passed and my activities have passed i want they bury me upside down my critics can kiss my ass <laughs> rest in peace coach but <laughs> oh, man how sad to hear that go bobby knight was an icon but everybody how about a good piece of news welcome into the south Harmon wednesday night ama and as you can see we got a full crew tonight adam yes sir the rock in the 88 fizz over there rocking the len bias fizz so glad you could join Let's us go. buddy. we got him on an ama Let's we did it. yeah <laughs> man good hope everybody's doing well adam tonight 2023 rookie class redo mm-hmm. we did it with the patrons so uh we got a lot of different opinions and uh you know me man i like to sit in the back the 112 and we'll let everybody else decide <laughs> What's up, Johnny Detroit? What's up, y'all? Um, we got a bunch of people here already. We got Deep Sea. Listen, man, Deep Sea showed some love. You know, he paid his paid his uh, dues, he respects, whatever you want to call it, man. He's man of his word, right? <laughs> paid the piper. <laughs> Appreciate you, Deep Sea. Now, I'm not in there. Um, I've gotten both sides of the chatter. Uh, I just here's what I'll say: Deep Sea is making a name for himself, one way or the other, man. Um, you know, I, lo- I love what I'm seeing. Somebody getting in there and mixing it up. We got Fizzle here. Listen. I may be rocking Dez because Fizz loves him, but there's also That's a perfect it. time to rock oh, 88, man. I mean, you coming off the CD week, Mike and I were, you know, uh, look at his numbers. He ain't been that great. Man, it's like Fizz and him no, 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 got no, together you, and heard you, about you it. Like, real. we got we to gotta kill it. We got to kill this, man. Number one overall. <laughs> yeah, you was talking real light, man. You, you, y'all was uh, talking really bad on him, man. You... <laughs> That was a light take that you just gave. That's fair. You know That's Adam, fair. Man, you got to get a real, man. Y'all was dogging my boy, man. We were. Adam well, gave, we Adam, were. Adam gave you the PG version. I mean, we didn't go rated exactly. R. Exactly. But we were definitely PG-13. Sure. I mean, there might have been a nipple or like just a – like maybe a Titanic <laughs> nipple, right? Like Titan. draw me like one of your French girls. That's how – that's where we, we were at. They, well, I'll say yeah, this. Uh, CD, CD shut up any of that slander, man. Um, that boy went off. For the uh, last week, man, coming out of the bye, he went bananas. So. I want you to draw me Num- number one player, number one player in fantasy, ahead of ahead of all quarterbacks, man. That's crazy. All quarterbacks, not so, not so, not so. So, so what do we got on this draft? Well, yeah, baby? all right. Let, let we got a couple. Uh, we got a housekeeping thing to get in order. All right, so we got oh, giveaways. Um, ran it three times. I got the the winners picked up here. So let me just show you guys. We have first and foremost. Let's get the hoodie out there. All right. The shit hoodie was one. These are all going to be the names of your YouTube name, all right? So, Bar Gustus. Bar Gustus, uh, claim your prize. Mike, if you want to let them know how to claim their prize, too. Hey, email 
ATM at SouthHarmonFF.com. Pretty easy. Pretty Simpl- easy. Yeah, ATM, you- ATM at SouthHarmonFF.com. Please say the FF. Don't forget the FF, man. Um, so hey, let him know you're ATM, your, your I think you got to get him a... You gotta get him a ching or something when you introduce. You know him, what, man? man. Gotta- yeah, that's a great call, Bargustus. Get go. my man some money, man. Free hoodie on your boy. There Matter of fact, <laughs> you also reminded me now, Fizzle. Um, you got it. Here is the hoodie, so y'all can take a peek. See, those of you that don't didn't get the giveaway, if you were interested, man, this thing is fire. They got the OG, a, the OG three, right? It's a it's a perfect time for a hoodie, man. It's cold as shit around here. I hate the Midwest. Yeah, it's I was just telling Fizzle. It snowed <laughs> here, like man. It. Snowed today. Snowed here today. I man, get out of here with that. All right. I don't like it. All right. So yeah, get yourself a hoodie now. If you want to get a little, um, you know, a little more dressed up, right? You want to get a little more flashy. You we'll grab the bomber jacket, man. Let's get the bomber <laughs> jacket, Master A Chain, Master A Chain. Mike, it's it's funny. I remember in the early part of the year when A Chain was doing absolutely nothing. He was always in there. What about A-Chain? What about A-Chain? He's gotten a lot louder, um, you know, since like week five or whatever it Talk was. Talk your shit, King. Talk your shit. Now he's out here Talk winning a bomber jacket. I don't know where the dude lives. I just hope it's uh, in, in the country, you know. Talk your so, shit. Master A-Chain, with that, your choice. The grand prize. Grand prize goes to Notorious with uh, two R's. Notorious. Notorious. So, two, two R's, two I's. Notorious. <laughs> yeah, man. We... <laughs> We appreciate all you guys um, taking part of the giveaway, being there for the South Harmon uh, recap Halloween edition. Um, you know, a lot of good comments, a couple negative feedback, but we appreciate everybody. And uh, that'll probably be a one-off type thing, right? One of these annual, uh, you know, Halloween recaps. We might do something light for Thanksgiving or Christmas, edition. but we're not doing. That's that's a one-off, man. There was a lot of time that went into that. That's a special edition um, South Harmon tradition at this point. So. Anyway, let's get into it, man. Fizzle, let me. we got Fizzle here, and we had to have him on because this was Fizzle's idea. He was like, listen, I think at this point we need to do a redo. Let's talk about this with the people, man. Let's see what we can do. Let's get him on. So 212, um, I'm going to go in reverse order. You know, a lot of you haven't seen the draft yet. So we had people from um, the Big Meat, Big Drank, Top Tier Patrons, um, and some of the South Harmon crew do this draft together. So no auto drafts. We did it beforehand, so nobody's out here auto drafting, messing up the data. All right, the 212, Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave on the 212. I'm gonna get, I'm, I want to talk about uh, – we can get through the second, especially the back half of the second a little quicker because it's kind of gross. Yep. But real quick, just what, – what do you, you don't have to even give player analysis. I'm just, I just want to see, like, what you think about this range. Is this right? Do you think that he should have went higher, lower? Um, like, where are you at on Luke Musgrave? And we'll, we'll get through these uh, the same way with all these guys. Well, I made the pick. <laughs> It was disgusting. Yeah, I was about to say, what? Uh, wasn't it Mike? I mean, <laughs> it was Mike, and I mean, this one I think you have to kind of agree on, just because, dude. Look at the third round, man. I, I I'll just li- list you the, the start of the third round. We got Marvin Mims, Michael Wilson, Jonathan Mingo, Kendra Miller, Jalen Hyatt, Tank Bigsby, all guys we had hope for that have done, frankly, nothing, man. Marvin Mims had a one long touchdown game, but he has been worthless. So it's not like uh, Luke Musgrave did a, a whole lot more than that so far this season. But it is a uh, we set the rules at twelve team super flex PPR tight end premium. You know, basic half point whatever. So he's a tight end. Set the two twelve, and the rest of the options are shit. There's my analysis on Luke Musgrave. <laughs> Fizzle, Fizzle, what well, you got, I will, man? I I will ask though. Do we think with Calibri coming back, and Michael Wilson? be a little better than what Musgrave is? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, 
I, I think that you could I mean, make it's the a, case. It's a late pick, but you know, yeah, right. At this range, I think in the two twelve, like I think at this point, it's really to show how bad this class gets quickly. Like we talked about, man. Like sure. you and I talked about this a lot in the offseason. It's a deep class. There was a deep class in names. There was a deep class in talent, but it's given us not a very deep class, frankly. Um, if you were to take Michael Wilson, um, even Marvin Mims. I could probably understand it about those two is where I would agree with Fizzle. Outside of that, man, I don't think so. Like, none of these other guys. Have, Mingo hasn't done anything. Yeah, nah. Hyatt hasn't done anything. Tank nah. Bigsby's not getting run. Kendra's not getting run. So, I'm with you, though, Fizz. I would not hate Michael Wilson ahead of Musgrave at all. All right, 211. 2-11, a guy that, uh, you know, was maybe looking for a trade before the deadline. Tajay Spears, man. Tajay Spears. And he did not get it. So, 211 seems appropriate <laughs> still. This is all just projection, man. You're hoping Derrick Henry retires, goes somewhere else, falls off a cliff, whatever. But it's also not above Derrick Henry to just go for another three years. And, you know, this Frank Gore career arc where it's just like, yeah, all he does is just go for 1,000 yards every single year. Most reliable guy ever. Right. (laughs) If if, uh, if someone was to play for maybe not quite Frank Gore, but to that type of degree, to play for way longer than we expect – I mean, it would be Derrick Henry that fits that bill <laughs> easily. Fizz, what you got, man? Anything? 100%. No, nah, that's that's a good, solid pick. Um, he could have went a little higher or you know, a pick later at 12. So, no, that was that was a good pick for sure. And then, I want to ask you guys here about the 210, okay? The 210 ended up being Aiden O'Connell. And, listen, I know, I know, um, you know, our guy Eric's very high, very high on him. But uh, wh- where are you guys at on this pick? Do you think this was right? Do you think this was early? Um, what are you thinking about Aiden right now? So he did make that pick before it was officially announced. Correct. That Aiden O'Connell is going to be mm-hmm. the starter. And they're Correct. benching Jimmy G and the whole Josh McDaniels getting canned, the whole work. So uh, this looks like an incredible value now. Like he should go a lot higher than 210, in my yeah. opinion. I was going to say, because honestly, before this, I think this could have been – you could have argued it was maybe a little bit too early. Now, with the, all the change in this, Mike, this is – uh, you can see there's going to be a lot of guys ahead here that I would take Aiden O'Connell ahead of now, right? So, so like right now, I, I would just cut the zero off. There you go, two hundred one. You you want to know where he should go? Just cut the zero off. Well, especially because you'll see at the two hundred two. So let's keep let's keep it moving, man. Um, two hundred nine. <laughs> Roshan Johnson at the two hundred nine. What are we thinking here? Man, so much hope Definitely. for that guy, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I love fizzle. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I still think he he can figure something out, but it's just with Herbert being out, this is his time. Like right. he he got to do something in the next two weeks, or it's good riddance. That's a wrap. That's all, folks. That's it. Yeah, yeah. he got to. He got two weeks to figure it out, or you know. No, that's that's, a, than, that's a great point, than, though. Uh, other than Aiden O'Connell, this back half of this second round is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty uninspiring. Pretty shit, if you will. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but for real though, I think I think Fizzle makes a great point. I had Roshan penciled in here, Mike, as a guy that I liked, talented, can catch the ball, run the ball, like can kind of do it all. And I'm thinking, okay, right. Herbert goes down, here we go, man. He gets the concussion. Then this last week, he didn't do much. It's like, bro, you got to show me something here that's different, like that that gives you a leg up as far as usage because when Herbert comes back if you haven't done that this is going to be a mucked up backfield that you definitely don't want Roshan for for the rest of the year outside of injuries so I'm that's where I'm at hey 
Let's get it, Corey. Bang, bang, bang. Let's go, <laughs> man. Corey. Huh? Come on, man. I'll choose that. Fizzle's got to get to work, so he can't. Uh, he can't partake. Yeah, I can't, hey. I can't indulge, man. I, I, oh, oh, man. Let me give a bigger shout out, man. Fizzle normally about this time is getting himself a little rest before he heads to work. He decided to skip out on some rest to kick it with us, man. So um, big shout out to Fizzle. Appreciate you, man. South Harmon Way, man. Nothing, nothing uh, is supposed to be done the right way. So you know, <laughs> we're gonna do it the wrong way. I love that, man. <laughs> I love that, Corey. We appreciate the super chat, my guy. Absolutely appreciate that. All right, two and nine Roshan. I think is uh, it kind of shows the back half of this draft is uh, just gross, speculative. It's very speculative still. Um, all right, two oh eight guys, two oh eight. This one's interesting to me, Michael Mayer. Um, the switch to Aiden O'Connell. Where are you guys at here? He's fine. He's fine. You want to see him get more usage, but it's also kind of like the Luke Musgrave thing. Like, they're both kind of in about the same tier, right? <laughs> like, that's why they're in the yeah. back half. I definitely want Mayer yeah. ahead of Musgrave, but to you guys' point, meaningfulness to the tight end position, not really any different. <laughs> if right. we keep it a buck, I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's really if, not. If Jacoby, if Jacoby Myers wasn't getting a thousand targets a game, Myers, I mean, uh, you know, Mayer could be a 2 0. Four two oh five, but man, Jacoby getting a lot of work, man. It's kind of hard for me to get the ball right now. I I hundred percent agree because Adams is still there because Myers is getting so much. Mayer is not able to get uh you know a huge target load. So I'm with you. I think they're. I'd be interested to see how his career develops. I think he might be one of the guys that can sneak into maybe not you know the. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be the Dallas Goddard range, but maybe somewhere in there. But right now, man, it's just I don't care that much about Mayor, if I'm being completely honest. The 207, hold on. We got a uh, super chat. Slashy out here trying to kill me. That's too much. <laughs> That's I guess I guess because it's the rules and Fizzle said it, man. Uh, we do things the wrong way around here. I guess I got to drink to this. So um, You do. You do. Thanks, Slashy. ATM equals ass to mouth, and I got to drink to it. Oof. That's a rough Got him. one. Slash, you wait, you wait for that uh, pronunciation when I come. You know what I mean? Could have, could have said that one to ask the mouth for another show. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you though, Slash. Appreciate it, Slashy man. Appreciate the. Uh... <laughs> hey, <laughs> the other thing is too, Slashy. I... It's my opinion. One of the best. Um... Best logos you got here of all the YouTube. Best ones. I love it. Best it's avatars definitely. out there. Absolutely, it's fantastic. Ain't no Connell ass. Um, okay, fair enough. All right, so 207, Dang. guys. 207. It's harsh, we, man. We are looking at Charbonnet. Charbonnet. I don't Speaking know, of man. ass. Got, he got hey. like, he got yeah, like that five. Was <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was actually Fizzle's pick, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Fizzle. Sorry, Fizzle. Fizzle, um, all good. <laughs> I mean, but I like, I like him if, if you know Ken Walker gets an injury, man, he, right. he got some juice. He got some power. He uh, he just don't have the, the um, you know, he don't get the touches. You know, like if, if he went to Dallas, he went to Dallas and ran with Tony Pollard, man, he'd be solid. He can get some goal line work. That's for sure. He was fine this last week. He got some work. Well, I was, I was actually going to say it was versus Cleveland, and um, with the was it five carries? I mean, it wasn't much, but. He looked very explosive yeah, with those touches. Um, Five carries, but he also ran 24 routes, which was good to see from the passing game usage. Yep. What will be interesting to be is uh, Kenny McIntosh is probably going to be back this week. <laughs> um, and Pete Carroll, you know, was jerking off about him in the preseason, how much he loved Kenny Mack. And Listen, I think we'll this see. is where we find out, again, how 
fraudulent Pete Carroll can be because he just he right. sucks off all his players when he talks about them, man. <laughs> I mean, whether, yeah, whether, that's what he do. That's what he do. And it's okay. Like we we just kind of learn to accept it at this point. Uh, it's just what he does, you know. So I don't expect much run now. If to Mike's point, if if Kenny Mack gets some run, oh, R.I.P. for my man uh, Sharps, man. Holy yeah. crap, that would suck. Yeah, so. All right, two oh six, man. Two oh six is Jaden Reed. All right, like Mike's Mike's guy, Mike's guy. I think this is about the range, Mike, for me, right around here where it's not as gross, like. Right. You could make a case for a lot of these guys in the, the middle to early second. But uh, the late second's kind of a – you're waiting and hoping for a lot of their uh, value to, to rise. I thought he actually won a couple spots uh, later, right? Uh, we'll see when we get to the 205. But I thought he should have been the 205, not the 206. How about that? Well, and that's why I have these – if you notice, I have them kind of going side by side in between the two of us. I think around now, Mike – I want to see what we think. I'm going to put them both up. So now Tank Dell ends up being the 205. So here we go, right? We can kind of do a little bit of a comparison. Would mm-hmm. you take the 205, 206 here? Do you think they're in the right order? What is your thoughts on this? I personally still agree with Mike. I would take Jaden Reed ahead of Tank Dell. Um, I would flip them. However, it's not egregious. It's not, like, crazy to take uh, to take them ahead. But that's I'm, that's my opinion. Fizzler, are you on the same page? Or you think what do you think about these two? Uh, I say this. I like Tank Dale's quarterback situation a lot more, but I will say Joe Joe and Love loves Romeo Dobbs too. So uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Nico Collins is get a lot of love from CJ Stroud. So I mean, it's it's a flip a coin. I'll take either one, but um, I would go I would go Dale only because of CJ Stroud over I- over Love. I actually think, though, um, if you were saying they're even, that's a very good tiebreaker consideration is to say the quarterback situation because I'm with you. Jordan Love is uh, – shoot, I'm on record, man. Jordan Love ain't it. So I'll get you there. He might not even be there next year. So Yeah. All right. It's going to um, look great when Michael Penix is throwing the ball to Jaden Reed next year. Okay. So now we bring in at the 204. The 204, gentlemen. Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice. Tank Dell. Jaden Reed, right? So now, That's now, what do we think of? That's the dude. I love me some Rishi Rice. Right? I'm, oh, I really man. hope too, Adam. Like I was cautiously going in, and and we kind of said it on a show. Mike, a Mike's been weeks ago. Mike's been trying to like be coy about his uh, Rishi Rice love, man. I've been trying, but I, I think I think it was a couple weeks ago. We kind of said like this is the week. Like either you're in on Rishi Rice or you're out on Rishi Rice. But the the price is going to change after this week, and it sure has these last two weeks. It's it started it to sharply go up, yeah. Well, they I might have a shootout that. Sunday morning in Germany, so that price might go up a little bit more. I think you're right, Fizzle. And I think uh, I don't think Patrick Mahomes and this offense could do any worse than they did versus Denver, frankly. So, um, no, not at all. And so you know they're coming. They're coming, man. They're coming, man. You got a guy like Mahomes who played that bad. You know, he was sick. I, I think that's a little added fuel. I, th- I could see a big game coming for, for KC, man. You, do you think the NFL told him, man, this – just you know, throw this one right here. We need a we need a comeback story in Germany next week, man. Yeah. Plus, you know, we gotta listen, man. This whole this whole Russ and you know situation in Denver. Let let them get one, man. They're they're so sorry. Let them. Yeah, get yeah, one, yeah, you know? man. <laughs> I'm with you. I like the storyline. We see we see Taylor Swift. We see Taylor Swift in Germany. <laughs> it's over, man. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, let's get Tank Dell off the screen and let's say. The 203, I think this is where it starts getting spicy. Um, Josh Downs, man, at the 203. 
right now, I think that's pretty incredible value at the 203. Josh Downs has been somebody playing pretty damn well um, the last four or five weeks, especially since Minshew's taken over at the helm. I think this would be at a question. ATM, I, I'll go, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, I, I, I got a request, man. I think you should put up the 202 because this might be a, a This is a perfect time because I, I – well, I'm, I'm actually 100% with you, bro. This is not – the right order, in my opinion, at all. The two hundred two was Quentin clear Johnson. Two hundred two over down. Yeah, I don't know, man. And you know what though, Fizzle? I think this is a good point, and it's a good time to just go ahead and get the two hundred two up because, see, this is I think just reality of not allowing, not wanting to allow a name like Quentin Johnson to fall past the two hundred two in the draft. DB, I know DB took him. He's sharp, um, and maybe maybe there is some name retention, but for me, Josh Downs is just. Outside of Quentin Johnson miraculously turning everything around, it's easy Josh Downs for me here. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Look so at right Mike. now. It's Look Josh at Mike. Down. Mike Mike talks all this love about Josh Downs. No, just Mike, just just take the Puka loss and be done with it, man. It's okay. Let me say this, man. I mean, you guys got some good points. Josh Downs has been playing nice. I like Josh Downs. I mean, we're talking about a nice tier of wide receivers here with QJ Downs, Rasheed Rice, right? In my opinion, um, and then it's kind of a break, and then it's Take Dell and Jaden Reed. However, you want to hash that out, but Agreed. these three guys deserve to be in here. Uh, DB, man, I got your back though. It's QJ over these other two bumps, <laughs> bumps, bumps. I, I, I can see you shaking your head over there. I knew Mike was coming. I knew it was coming. QJ, he should have been over the guy that went o two o one too. Okay, that. <laughs> If you're gonna argue one or the other, I could maybe understand that. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and then let's get to the 201. Let's make it. Uh, this is interesting. Mike says mm. Kincaid, though the opportunity share has opened up for him and his work has gone up. So sure, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Kincaid's in the mix of this. Certainly for me, Mike, in the you know, because think about this. This is still a guy that's lo- this is lost value from where he was drafted, right? This is like a 108 Massive. pick. Yeah. Massive. He had a great yeah, game. Sure. Right? The opportunity opened up. What happens when Dawson Knox comes back in a few weeks? What is back that like? Is that is that three weeks from now? Right? Three, he's got three more weeks out. Three or two? Yeah, yeah. three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three yep. So now back the only to the th- go. see ya. I am with you. However, if I would say this, if somehow Kincaid continues to play very well, does that change maybe? The, the opportunity that he has when Dawson Knox comes back would be the question that I have. I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, by the way, because I could totally see it being. He might get a little back. bit more, but we also saw Khalil Shakir actually play well, well and kind of lock up that slot position role. So then it, like, do you take Shakir off the field, right? Like, do you move Kincaid into the slot when Dawson Knox comes back? Like, how does that work? Well, because I'm gonna I'm gonna, I don't I don't mean to spoil, but I think there could be a corollary here, guys. By the way, uh, let me let me at least acknowledge out here putting sounders on shane joe man when when slashy came on and you we were talking about his avi right being the best out there there's only one other like if we're having this conversation (laughs) 101 102 anytime you get a less grossman (laughs) avatar shane i apologize and the fact that you had to put a super chat out there just to get in the mix of the discussion un resolution (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. Would, I knew Mike's shade with the shades on. It, it already took Mike a little longer to come out, but there he comes. Man. Let's go. Appreciate Let's go. Oh yeah, is he? Is he? Yeah, man. See, Fizz, this is this is all right. I need to start drinking a little more. This is good. 
I'll say this too. An American power play you're running here, Jack. Hey, when <laughs> Fizzle says when Fizzle says, "Hey, listen," I always do ask that. What do you got? <laughs> what do you got, Fizz? Come on. Uh, well, on, on, on this right here, man, I, I'm I'm gonna go QJ. I ain't gonna disrespect the guy like that, man. But I will say, with a tight end premium, it could be closer. But I'm still mm-hmm. taking QJ probably over Kincaid though, <laughs> just just because of Justin Herbert and you know, that offense, they're going to throw the ball. And right now, Josh Palmer got a leg injury, right? So it might be QJ time this week. I don't know. I hope so. Hopefully. I'm with, I'm with Fizzle. We just both said it in unison there. Uh, we hope so, man. I, and I think the opportunity has now gotten to the point where – can I say it's the good and the bad? Because it's now to the point where QJ has to, right? He, there's yeah, no he one else. It has to be QJ. So – in a way, it could be good. By default, he has to get more snaps and get on the field and see some things happen. However, because that has now arisen to be where we're at, if QJ isn't getting that, man, like we're, we're talking about a free fall. And that's the only thing I will yeah. say is we're kind of getting to the point of, you know, shit or get off the pot big time. Because I think his value is going to shift one way or the other, good or bad. I, I, this is his time to clearly shine. I hope he does. I'm... You know, I traded Mike a couple shares for Puka. I'm happy. But at the same time, I still got like six shares of this guy. I would love to see him start to thrive. If, to your point, Fizzle, if, Herbert's if great. A, if he can get a 50-yard game with a touchdown, we'll praise him. That's all they need. He just need 50 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, well. That's literally no, all he needs. There's no denying that. And I think, too, if you – it's it's that's why it's such a tale of two sides for me. Because if he just had even 45 yards and a touchdown, let's say four or five catches – didn't do anything crazy, but had a nice game. Keep trade cut is going to overreact, right? People are going sure. to overreact yeah. in Dynasty. However, if he was to have two games in a row where it's not very good, people are going to freak out. So uh, He just had his best yeah, game so. of the season too, right? Most yep. amount of snaps, most amount of routes, most amount of targets, most amount of catches, most amount of receptions. So, <laughs> listen, I think at least with the last game, however you want to look at it, I like the fact that they were trying to get him the ball in what he does well, right? Let's get him a bubble screen. Let's get him on a quick slant. Let's get him on a crosser. Let's use his yards after a catch ability and not always just think of him as this one-for-one Mike Will. Just We're just going to try to chuck it down the field a couple times yep. to him and hope he wins a jump ball. Like Do what he does best. He may look like Mike Will coming out of college, but he ain't Mike Will. Right? He, ain't, he ain't there yet. And I think nah. – I do think the other thing, too, to Mike's point he just made, I think is a very good one. I think sometimes, like, to me, this could be a confidence thing, too, right? You're not playing well. You're not playing a lot. Get the guy some easy touches just to get his rhythm, his feet wet. Make sure he's it's feeling like good. It's like basketball, man. Like, make a layup or two and now you see the you want ball me to come out? the hoop. And Brian, now you, I ain't played did. 10 games, you know. I come right. in cold off the bench. You want me to just – Nail a twenty-five footer. I mean, come on, man. Right. Let me get, let me get a, let me see it go in the, at the free throw right. line. Let me get a basket. You know, hundred percent, right? So uh, I'm, I'll say this, man. I am very concerned. However, I am optimistic as I can be for Quentin Johnson, if that makes sense. All right, man. The second round is in the books. Go ahead, Fest. Time to get the people what they're waiting for. Their first this is round, it, man. man. First round. We got the green numbers, baby. First round. Talk about. Let's get it. L- Talk about the the first round right here. Mike takes this pick. <laughs> Listen, man, I would be dead wrong. When I said, like, to me, before we had draft capital, I said JSN for me is the 105, and the reason is such a beloved player in the community that the value retention is there. I still think that's there to a degree. However, we already see that at the 112, it's 
not the 105 value retention. It's not the Drake London story so far. Um, I think 112 is value, frankly. But at the same time, he is in the mix of a lot different tier than he once was at the 105, 106. So, Mike, you made the pick. We'll let you go first. I couldn't believe you guys let me have him. 112? I mean, Mike, I, at the 109, I, I, he was wow. – it was one or two. It was it was either him or Zay Flowers at one hundred and nine. But uh, I don't want to spoil the show. But I, th- I think there's a good conversation because Zay Flowers and, and Jordan Addison have played so well. Puka has come out of nowhere and put himself in this conversation as well. Like this first round, uh, from where we were at at an actual rookie time, if you guys remember, Adam and I were some of the ones being like, "Man, the back end of the first round sucks. Like, it was supposed to be good. It's supposed to be great." Now the second, third round, we got all this depth. And here we are, eight mm-hmm. weeks in, Adam. We're going, damn, first round's really good. First part of the second round, pretty good. Rest of it, dog shit. <laughs> but you know, yeah, no one cares. For sure. You're not wrong. I do think, though, I'm starting to see this the more you really go through a bunch of drafts in different times. Like, the earlier you draft, the deeper a class will seem. And then you have draft capital that kind of kicks a wave of people out, right? Right. Now it gets shallower in, in view. And then you have more of a, let's say, a half of an NFL season that goes into it. Like, you now can kind of consolidate again to have um, a class in the first round seem a little more realistic. So if you had all this, instead of hindsight 2020, if you knew this, if you're drafting right now, man, these first round picks are gold because you have, you can get rid of Quentin Johnson, right? You can get rid of the bust if you could draft a class halfway through the season. But reality is when we draft we don't have all this information so i'm with you guys though uh in, in one game just let me get to the 111 man this, it should be here however i just want to understand one game mike one game gets us will levis in the first round dude if we did no. this a week ago i just want everyone to think about this if we did this <laughs> a week ago this man's a full round later or some shit man he's he's going ahead of aiden yeah. o'connell and he's going at some point he, in the second round he, he might not have even made that show. He might not. He might have been in the third round, man. Some people might have let him slide. Mike, Mike wouldn't have let him slide though. Mike would have got him at. Mike would have got him at two twelve, a hundred percent. So that's the if, only if, thing we can if say. If Mike was picking, if Mike was picking two hundred two though, he he might have slid. Nah, he would have slid past two hundred two, I think, by Mike. But he, Mike's gonna tell a different story today. He's got the shades on, man. You know, Ryan Edwards took yeah, a great yeah. pick. Ryan Edwards just really drove the knife. And no, in all seriousness. If uh, if I had the choice there at the 112, it was JSN or Will Levis. I'm still taking JSN, but uh, it's closer. Would I take Will Levis over Dalton Kincaid, QJ, Josh Downs, Rasheed Rice? Fuck uh, yeah, billion times out of a billion. Fuck yes, it's a it's a quarterback and superflex man, absolutely. It and, and it's yeah, not even just that; it. it's a guy that just in his first start had a hell of a day. You know, yes. was in was in different company. Than we ever would have expected after his first start, and, so. be, and people still hate him because he puts mayonnaise in his fucking coffee. So they're they're talking about, well, you know, DeAndre Hopkins but, was wide open. Blah, 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 blah. It was all I deep mean, shot. Tech, technically, D. Hop was a little open, but but Levis looked good throwing it though. But he looked good throwing it though. He he flicked that flick of the wrist. He looked good throwing it though. Can Look at the flick of the, the wrist. Can somebody tell me the last time we saw Ryan Tannehill throw four fucking touchdown passes? Well, that that was oh, going to yeah. be my my point to bridge the gap here. All right, I think D Hop was open for Tannehill, but somehow it didn't seem like he was. And we were out here saying, nah, not at all. Nuke, Nuke is dusted. He's dusty. It's over. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Nuke was open for three tutties. Um, 
Will Levis, I think right now, the problem with him is this is uh, to Mike's point he made. The community still is very apprehensive. They want no part, really. So the problem with taking him ahead of JSN is JSN really hasn't done a lot, but that name is just so safe. I, I got you, boys. Last time Ryan Tannehill threw four touchdown passes was uh, week six of uh, 2020. I was going to say that was the COVID year, right? There we go. Right. And is that like the the Lakers championship, right? doesn't count because it was during the COVID year. <laughs> By the way, the we will eventually get the questions. Um, Fizzle does have to leave at a certain point. Fizz, whenever you got to leave, you just say, Blase, we're out of here. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And we're good. I got you. But, I, but I'm trying my best to star questions. So if you have questions, go ahead and put them oh, in. We'll we still them. will get to them. But we may well, not get to as many. Quickly on the JSN thing, right? You talked okay. about dynasty value retention. You want to take a stab at where Drake London was as far as keep trade cut was concerned this time last year? 29-ish? 14. So what? JSN's 15. So, yes, value retention for JSN still really, really good. I thought Drake did much further than that. Okay. Nope. Nope. He, he hung right around that area so the you, whole time. So what you're saying is actually, despite how it feels with JSN, the uh, what I was saying is actually right on right on pace. Drake London didn't dip down that far at him until uh, the first couple weeks of this season when we saw how fucking bad Desmond Ritter was. Okay. <laughs> and people were like, oh, shit. Shit. Nah, okay. <laughs> it's worse than we could have imagined. <laughs> I might I might have some recency bias in there because I remember him getting into the 20s and, like, that was this year. All right, fair enough. Okay, let's go to the 110. And let me – man, 110. Just think about this, everybody. Ahead of JSN by two picks at this point now. Sammy Lagoda. Sammy, Sammy Lagoda in the first round ahead of a quarterback coming off of a four-pass initial start ahead of what people still – a lot of people still will defend as the wide receiver one in the class, which is kind of crazy at this point. But there are people that would do it. So Sam Laporta's um, value skyrocketed, man, uh, to the 110. So – Talk to me about these guys. I'm, Fizzle, let me start start off with you. I've heard Mike talk about Sam Laporta for five years. Let me get Fizzle's opinion, all right? Now listen, I'm going to be honest, man. We got to get that clip of, of uh, Mike on, what was that, draft day on the uh, DD live stream, man, when he was he was talking that talk, man. We got to get that clip. and uh, We do. We do. Yes, you you're know, not wrong. Put the, put the facts out there, man. Put the facts out there, man. He was, he was talking about them for a while. I mean, he probably even went to a couple of his games, so you know, I'm I'm sure he know about him. But um, man, he does. Yeah, man, Sam, Sam is um, man, on what, what top five tight end right now? Got to be right. Easy, I think Without, in dynasty right now, dynasty right now, you got to put him in the top four. I've seen him anywhere all, yeah, all, as sure. far up as one, and um, I think here's the I thing: mean, he, he won. He won major injury from Kelsey away from moving up one more spot from that. If, you know, yep. With him being 34 years old. I, I think, too, th- this is one of those points where, like, Sam Laporta, for me at this point, when you talk dynasty value, he's in the conversation with the greats, the the difference makers. However, if I was, like, a contender, I would put him at four still. Right? So, I am I want Kelsey, I want Andrews, and I want Hawkinson. The Hawk and Laporta thing, though, with the injury to Cousins has a – very realistic flippability aspect. But uh, yeah, right yeah. now I got him in that 3-4 category, Mike. I've been on Sam Laporta since December 27th of 2019. Damn, so my man has this bookmark. He's been waiting for this day. 
You hear I have that? Yeah, he they played. They played you. They played <laughs> USC. They played USC in the Holiday Bowl, and it was without TJ. It was without Noah Fant. It was the Sam Laporta show. Those guys were sitting out, and uh, Sam mm-hmm. Laporta. I was like, "Damn, who's this dude?" <laughs> The factory continues. I like this Sam Laporta. And then when you knew it was going to be his show from there on out going forward, it's been all Sam Laporta. But, yeah. Adam, I'll say this. If this wasn't tight end premium, this is too early to take him. Like, he's still a damn tight sure. end. <clears throat> Half point tight end premium. You want to put him above JSN, that's fair. Above Will Levis, yes. I, I probably still would take Sam Laporta above Will Levis, even though it's a super flex league and he's a quarterback. As much as I'll sit here and tout like Will Levis. Sam Laporte is that dude at the tight end position. Yeah. I mean, we want to talk about yeah, historic seasons from rookie tight ends. This guy is on pace for one. And, and I'll make a point here that I think is uh, this is the perfect time to talk about go back to Kincaid, okay? So let me see if I can, actually. I think I can. Yeah, they're on the opposite sides, right? We can do this. So check this out. Just think about this for a second, right? To me, like Laporte is already kind of solidifying himself in the mix of the elite ones. Where Kincaid right now, you could speculate that, right? We talked about some of the speculative late second round picks you're taking. I think the difference in these three picks here, massive in value. Like the difference between Laporta and Kincaid for me is leaps and bounds. So if I was in a redraft, uh, redo draft right now, and I had 201, and I could add something light to get to 110 and take Laporta. Here you go, buddy. Here you go. And I think, and this is, I think where Kincaid becomes too early for me because at the end of the day, you know, we talk about the A-Warp life, right? The A-Warp life says, if I can get Laporta, okay, cool. But do you think, you're betting at 201, do you think Kincaid is going to be a difference maker at the position? I I think there's a possibility, but for me, if I'm betting, I'm betting the opposite side. I'm betting he's not going to be. But but ATM, just like you just said, you can add something light. I might add some more than something light, man, to get up to, to get him. I mean, every one of those third and fourth round picks that don't what, matter. Let, and Fizzle, what, yeah, what would you right. add? Because I think I think this is a good conversation right here. What would you add to go from Kincaid to um, Laporta? Future I second. Mean, oh yeah, no question. I, that ain't even like I was thinking of maybe something a little stranger, but definitely if it take a um, Kincaid in the second. If that's what you're going to take to give me Laporta, have him. Here you go. I'm pressing accept as soon as my phone rings. Like, yep. no questions asked on that one. I'm with you. I think, and I think that's about right. Yes. I, th- I think I'll take the second, or I'm, I'm sorry, I'll take uh, Laporta. Oh, I'll give you the second. I'll give you Kincaid. If we get to the first, I might pause here just because it's not actually that I. I just think at that point I'd rather have what I can buy with Kincaid in a first potentially than Laporta. Um, I still want Laporta well ahead of Kincaid, but the value at that point might sway me. And I think that's where I have a a discussion. I'm not going to say for sure either way. It would depend on my team and if we're start nine, start 12, best ball. But uh, second, I'm in. First, I think think we have a conversation. I just think the more more we see Laporta, though, the more we're going to want him, man. Because watching him Monday night, I was like, man, I I want some more. Like, I need to go get him. You know what I'm saying? And if he go out there and get – nine ten targets again and do what he doing you going you might move that second up to a late the 112 or something at some point it can, it can get there at some point it, it, it certainly could absolutely mike what you think listen man I, I when you and i were talking about laporta a long time ago you tried to give me a like a comp and i said it was somewhere in between you know tj hawkinson and, and Noah fan he's more athletic than than tj hawkinson and he's much better after the catch 
one of the one of the best things about uh, about Sam Laporta, at least for this year, has been like there's still a ton of room to improve as far oh, yeah. as like he he ranks towards the top in tight ends for un, unrealized air yards, and a lot of what he's doing right now, you're seeing that after the catch ability. Mm-hmm. It's like if you yeah. can also yeah. connect on some of those deeper shots and get a little bit better with your contested catch down the field using your size as a mismatch against these safeties or these uh, nickel corners. Holy Santa Claus shit. Like, and Dan Campbell just goes, it's Amon Ross St. Brown, it's Sam Laporta, it's Jameer Gibbs, and then everybody else can just kind of fuck off in the passing game right now. And that's what you love and, to see, that consolidation. He, he got the right quarterback for it because golf not throwing the ball 60, 70 yards a game. He, he dinking and dunking. He going to get them short routes and volume, volume, volume. That's what he do. So he got the right quarterback, right situation. I agree. Love I think uh, I, Sam Laporta, man, is already – far exceeded my wildest expectations and i'll give mike a little bit of kudos man you know come on mike okay here's my pick man let's get to my pick okay that was a good pick man i was surprised he fell that far i honestly mike at this point to me call me crazy to me depending on the tight end premium 109 110 is a tear break because yeah um like zay flowers is not an afterthought player in this class in my personal opinion now Jordan Addison, um, the injury is going to be interesting to see how he does with the different quarterback play. But coming on really hot of late, I still, before all that, told you I was I was Addison ahead of uh, Zay. I just thought we were dismissing Addison too quick. So I still would take Addison ahead. A chain, A chain versus Zay. I could see A chain. So like I can see all the guys ahead of him going, but I just think that 109 man, you are ve- if you were to have a 109 and a redo redraft of this 2023 class. Look at this, man. This is safe. This this spot right here feels really, really good. 109-110 range. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got a rookie receiver getting damn near 28% target share. I know, man. I know. 20, 28 fucking percent. How are we knocking them at all? I mean, uh, Zay Flowers is really good. And the crazy thing is, like, I went out to – I got some, like, contending best ball teams where I'm like, I got Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. Let's see if I pair these two up, right? Like, mm-hmm. these are two really good receivers. Let's go see what I can get. And uh, getting turned down left and right. I'm like, well, fuck y'all then. <laughs> I'll contend and keep Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. You guys yeah. kiss my ass. <laughs> Ooh. Slashy says that I mean, uh, Zay should be wide receiver one of the class. I can't I mean, do it, hey, but, hey, but 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 it's it, it's a reasonable discussion. Yeah, you can make let, a case. Let's say this. Let's say this. If 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 Matt Stafford just say suffered a serious injury and Kirk Cousins did, Zay could go. be number one. Could be. It, I think that's a good point, Fizz. That we will see what Puka does with a much lesser than quarterback. We will see what Addison does with a much lesser than quarterback. Right. Here's the one thing I will say. I don't understand the hate on Zay gets sometimes. Like, we saw it early in the season. And maybe it's just because he's small. And, like, people pigeonhole him into uh, this archetype without actually fucking watching him play football at him. Yeah, we need to stop so doing like, that for what it's worth. But, like, all, all he does is get, like, stuff behind the screens. Like, we think he's Rondell Moore when he's he's top 20 in the league for wide receivers and deep targets. All right? Like, piss out. <laughs> like, just piss off. <laughs> Zay Flowers runs every goddamn route that you could want down the field, intermediate, short, get the ball in his hands, 
doesn't matter zay flowers does it so let's let's stop with the bullshit if you're gonna come with these like oh he only does stuff behind the line of scrimmage like i just stopped <laughs> listening to you i'm done <laughs> like i'm done yeah no zay, zay flowers I mean, is uh legit man he he has been very good all year i mean not to spoil the drive but pick 106 i mean 107 108 109 man they can go all in the same right? tier right like literally a thousand percent. And that's why I said the 109, 110 is dependent on tight end premium because I could put Laporta in the tier if it's a high enough tight end premium. If it's not, it's a 109 for me, where's where there's a clear tier break. Fizzle, to your point, I think you for me it goes 107 to 110 is with a tight end premium is a, is a very, very solid tier. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get to the 108, man. Let's unveil it. Devon A chain. Master A chain to you. <laughs> Chain, Master A-Chain, chain, man. Master A-Chain's chain. out here. Listen, man, where you at? Mike, Mike's chain. Where you at? Chain, all, chain. All the chains. Two chains. <laughs> this dude, despite being injured, because here's the thing, Mike, and, and Fizzle. If, if this is when he's smashing, people are getting crazy. People are talking in the Gibbs discussion when he's he, absolutely. He's above Gibbs yes. if he's not her right now. I just wanted to make that point again that, that Mike did. Think about yeah, that for yeah. a second. This is a dude that was going ballistic, like setting the the league on fire, man. People are going crazy tra- trading away their house and home to go get their Devon A. Chain shares. You know, like he's one away right now because only because he's hurt. Only because he's hurt. Shout out to uh, El Gancito J. Yeah. Jackson for not being uh, completely out of sight, out of mind, right? Still taking the uh, HN really high. <laughs> Not succumbing to the, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> Move the chains. I like that. For sure. Okay, so then mm-hmm. here's my here's my question because Fizzle, I think this is to your point where the there's a tier discussion. Let's go ahead and get Zay off and let's put our guy, my guy, Fizzle's guy, really, um, Jordan Addison, man. J A three, J A three, my boy. This dude, oh, I feel so bad for him that this Kirk Cousins injury happened, dude. He was. He was starting to really separate himself, though. Like, I agree now the tier probably is here. But if Kirk's still playing, man, I can make a case that he's up into the top end of the discussion of this class. Yeah, I mean, before he started taking off, he still was going to touchdown the game. So, sure was. I mean, he wasn't getting a lot of the a lot of catches, but he was getting – I think he lead the league in touchdowns, or he might be tied. But – um. He just started getting more targets once JJ went down, but he he was getting a, he was getting you at least six points plus a catch, you know, minimum. So you know so, that touchdown. So so this is where I'm going to ask you guys this question. All right, <clears throat> I can't put three up here um, just because of the way the that all this works uh, size wise. Okay, to me, this is again where I'm showing you a tier break in my opinion at the 106 and the 107, and I'm going to ask everybody here: Is this is this what you see, or is this an error on my part? Do you think that Puka is not the clear tear break from the rest of the guys? Are you not there, Mike? Okay. No. Are no. you there, Fizzle? Or are you not there? Mm, I don't know, man. Puka on a different planet right now. Thank you. I don't know. I'm with you. Yeah, and I'm a JA guy, man, but Puka, uh, yeah, it's tough, man. I I would I would say they in a different tier. To me, I'm putting Puka in front of him every time. Now, not far, 106, 107, but 
I think it's a break. It's a it's a break. Only because it, again, Puka got cut, but JJ, if he don't go nowhere, Addison is never. It's almost like AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. At some point, somebody gonna have to suffer. So, Dude. you know, Fizzle and I think on the same planet now. That's crazy. Go ahead, finish your thought. Sorry. Yeah, Puka. Um, I mean, he got cup. Don't get me wrong. Cup is not to be disrespected, but Cup is a little older, and JJ ain't going nowhere for a long time. So. Um, I would tear break if not for anything else because of that. Justin Jefferson versus Cooper Cup. Well, I I think too to that point, right? So when Cooper Cup came back, right? So like there was a time for me the first week, definitely I was fading Puka. Like this is a a good time probably to cash out. After week two, I had enough time to really think and kind of switch where I was at because of still the cost of him was below a first. And it was about then when I started getting on board. However, when, when Cooper Cup came back, this is where I started to think, okay, this is where we're going to see. Like, is this guy really a difference maker, elite type player? Or is this a guy who's going to take a clear back seat? And, and here's the thing. He not only didn't take truly a back seat, he's outshined Cooper Cup when they're both on the field. And to me, that was the solidifying factor of – like, I'm just not going to disrespect Puka the way he's been playing all year. Now, we will very much see. This offense is going to take a, I think, seismic step back <laughs> because it's not Matthew Stafford throwing the football. So, everyone understand that. But to me, the reason I make a tear break here is uh, very much for the reasons that Fizzle just said. But, Mike, go ahead. Uh, defend the other side because I'm not going to sit here and act like Jordan Addison isn't very much legit, too. Um, I think there's a tear break for me, but it's not. I'm not going to tell you you're, you're nuts if you don't take Puka at one. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's, <clears throat> there's not a tear break for me. Um, Puka's very good. All right, so that all being said, he's he's very very good. Uh, nobody's crazy, depending on like how you want to rank these guys. And for me, there's four of them. Right? It's it's Puka, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, and JSN. JSN still deserves to be talked about in that conversation. He hasn't been fucking dog water like Quentin Johnston has. All right, let me be Fair. real about that for a second. That being said, though, Puka's the fourth one for me. Like, I would take all three of those other guys before I would take Puka Nakua Jeez. right now. If, if you if you came to me and I got a Puka share and you don't believe me, come fucking try me. I've already try, lost try me. Try me. Try me, Mike. Try me. You know how to do it, too. I know you know how come to do it. Come after it. Come after it. But he'd be the fourth one for me. Like, I'll make a case for, for JSN, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers before I will uh, Puka Nakua. Like and so I'm so, gonna ask you the question, but I know the answer. Like the reason for you is um is got to be draft capital holding you back. Draft capital and the fact that all those other guys have done stuff that's also shown me that they're actually very good at, at football, right? Like none of them are that bad. I mean, we kind of talked about quarterback situation with some of those prospects in the second round. This also has to be brought into it, right? It's a Vikings, right? The Kirk Cousins injury, like, we're going to see how this really affects Jordan Addison, but we know they're probably going to have a new quarterback next year. Like, their team's not very good. They don't have a very good record. They're going to be picking high. It's going to be a rookie quarterback, somebody that we're excited about with talent. Uh, The Ravens, I mean, Lamar Jackson's elite. Let's just stop with the bullshit. He's actually very, very good. Geno Smith is very, very serviceable and kind of stable. They just signed him to a long-term contract. The one that has the worst like quarterback situation going forward is uh, the quarterback who's currently out now with a thumb injury 
who also has major neck and back problems. And the team is competitive enough, doesn't have a shit ton of draft capital that we don't know what that quarterback situation is going to look like in 2024, right? Could it still be Matt Stafford and Puka Striving? Absolutely. I could see a scenario, but could it also be fucking Stetson Bennett leading this team or Brett Rippon in 2024? And I go, holy Santa Claus shit. I don't want anybody on here. <laughs> These guys are terrible. Yeah, but, but, well, Mike, I will say, man, you can't, you can't under, under, you can't uh, doubt Sean McVay though. Sean McVay gonna figure it out. He, he gonna, uh, you know, he's a, he's the offensive guru, so they say. So, the same way, I know you hate Brock Purdy. We all hate Brock Purdy, but the same way uh, Shanahan figures it out with whoever he throw back there. I think, I think Sean McVay will find somebody and just get the offense rolling. Well, you know, he didn't figure it out figure last it out. year when he had to play John Walford. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I, hold yeah, on. Yeah. He got a playoff win with uh, Mr. John Walford. He started him, and then Goff had to come Aaron in. Aaron right? Donald got a playoff win with John Walford. Cam yeah, Akers got a playoff way. win. Oh. Cam Akers got a playoff. Win. Yeah, Cam he Akers balled. Don't don't sleep. He balled yes. that game. Yes. Now, now let me Everybody just everybody but John Walford <laughs> agreed. But but to Fizzle's point though, like Sean McVay will figure out a way sometimes with far less than a quarterback to uh, to make it work. I, I don't think there's any way that anyone's going to act like it, it's Matthew Stafford. But let me just throw this. I'm going to throw this in there. Because for me, again, I think you can bring in draft capital. You, and you can bring in absolutely that all these guys have shown flashes. Um, Jordan Addison's probably shown the most. Zay Flowers has shown the most consistent. right? And then JSN has shown the least. But we know we've seen enough because of his talent. I would say that's mm-hmm. the way I would d- decipher this. the four mm-hmm. of these guys. But I want to make sure everybody understands this because the end of the year will be what it is. And it could definitely take a um, a good backseat as far as production, first half and second half of the year. But let's not dismiss. In eight games, okay, go, go to the record books, everybody. The record books. The record books say Jamar Chase and Bill Groman go back a long time in the 60s. 1473, 1455 yards. Mike, if you're in a 16-game pace, let's not even use the 17th game. Eight games in, he's at 795. He beats that by 100 yards pace-wise. Cooper Cup's played. Matthew Stafford's good, man. He will focus on a guy, but he's not some Brady. He's not even Burrow with Chase. Like, this is a guy that's in the conversation for the rookie that we've ever seen. So that's my reason why he's a tear break ahead as well. That would be the final thing is this guy's not just been good. He's been everything we've ever seen from a rookie. Not a tear break, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love everything you said. Not a fucking tear break. And so he's sticking we sticking to his guns. He ain't, <laughs> yeah. ain't mad at you. I, but see, I that's mean, okay. There's 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 it's I don't need I can accept that. That's a listen, you're right, but I'm not gonna go there. I can live with that. I can live with, you know, being right, fine. but I'm not going there. He's also like a... I don't know. You got no draft capital, and you're from BYU. Like, it is what it is. Everybody loves him now, but he's also like, you know, if you marry for money, as soon as that money's gone, your ass is out of there. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Have a good one. Been nice Dra- knowing you. Draft capital means a lot until you get Ooh. to, you know, Quentin Johnson range. Quentin Johnson. See, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, JSN, those are friends for life. You know, that's like South Harmon Savage here, bonded together. BFFs. Can't break See, them. 
See, I would say South Harmon, this is why it's amazing to me with your Puka takes, because if anything, South Harmon is exactly what Puka is. We ain't have no fucking draft capital. Nobody fucking <laughs> liked us. We didn't win no Man. combine or no nothing. We Nobody oh, drafted us. We're undrafted, sorry ass, but here we are, in your face. You, know? you better pre- believe we got a free ticket every single fucking week or everybody's going to leave us. <laughs> okay. Like I'm going to ask you guys this. Remiss of last week's game, because I think at this point now, last week, Jameer Gibbs showed me what I wanted to see. I was wanting to see Jameer Gibbs take off, and he did. You hate Jameer Gibbs. I don't. I hate Dan Campbell. I love Jameer Gibbs. I love DeAndre Swift. All season. No, I I won't. I won't accept. I will not accept slander. Can't hop back on now. No, can't hop back on now. I've I've hated Dan Campbell. I can absolutely. It's too late. Here's the here's the here's the here's the best part about having the captain's chair is I can do whatever the fuck I want up here. I can tell you whatever the fuck I want to tell you, and I'm going to. I hate Dan Campbell. Mike hates Brock Purdy. Brock he hates Puka Nakua. If if you think that right now Puka is not in anywhere near a different tier than anyone other than Quentin Johnson, haters are haters. My God, Fizzle, I'm gonna give you a, a little run here. Gibbs Puka. Other guys in this conversation, like where are you at? Gibbs has played awesome two weeks in a row. For those that uh, want to know, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, and I, I like Gibbs, man. But it's just when Montgomery come back, I don't see him doing anything of what he did Monday. Now he got the touches, he got the catches, but they still kicked like four or five field goals. They couldn't score it on the goal line, and that's the problem. And I believe when Monty come back. That's Dan Campbell's reason to say this is why we can't play him as much because we need to punch the ball in versus kick the field goal. So I think I think they're going to put Gibbs back in the back seat like they shouldn't, but they will. And uh, Dan Campbell is one of them hard nose, hard hat. You know, we're going to grind it out versus flashy offense. Let's get the playmakers the ball. You know what I'm saying? Monty is a pinball. You know, he ain't, he ain't making no splash plays. He might get 30 carries for 80 yards but he gonna get a touchdown in between it and it's gonna look good on the stats so um is gonna take a back seat to me behind all them i'll take jamir behind all them receivers though if, if we talking rankings though i would take him behind every receiver we just talked about and uh, except t- for qj of course absolutely now we all agree there uh t-rock has um basically the same sentiment um with this with this post here so mike i'll let you have the gibbs i i'm not allowed to take the claim so you you can have it go ahead buddy Gibbs is good. Gibbs is good. Now, Fizz, you did hit a point, though. Like all these receivers and then Jameer Gibbs, that's very, very fair. That's very fair. Wherever you want to slot him in, even if it's after the receivers, I'm completely fine with that. Um, but Jameer Gibbs is good, all right? And the whole yeah. – listen, they, they – yeah, I understand what you said. Like they kick field goals. But, you know, the reason why they kick field goals is because they put bum-ass Craig Reynolds in when they got down in the red zone. Oh, you, Jameer, and then you like saw said, Craig Reynolds Campbell, bum it, it ain't on Gibbs. It's just Dan Campbell. It ain't Gibbs. I do agree. When when Monty comes back, Jameer Gibbs ain't getting all these touches, right? He had well over 20 carries this game. We also saw it early in the season when David Montgomery was out. He got a shit ton of carries. I don't think that's really his game. Like, to see what we saw on Monday night, that's probably not going to happen. But also, Adam, you know you said you hate Dan Campbell, but I've also seen DeAndre Swift be highly efficient with limited touches in this, and Jameer Gibbs can do the exact same thing. Like, Jameer Gibbs sure. can be a 15 to 20 point fantasy scorer for you on any given week with 10 to 15 touches. That's how dynamic he is. 
the metrics back it up. He's one of the <clears> best <throat> in explosive run weight, break, breakaway run rate. He's one of the best in the open field. And he catches a shit ton of passes, which really isn't Monty's game. I know people are like, well, throw the ball to David Montgomery. Well, he's slow, and then he just usually like falls down or tries to juke like three dudes and then gets tackled. So David Montgomery's like David Montgomery's a buy when he comes back. But you've also seen this year, David Montgomery's got health concerns. And, like, this is a guy I just flashed back to a couple years ago. Like, I watched him, like, break his dick in half, <laughs> like, on a run. And then, you know, he came back <laughs> from it for him. But he's also kind of one of those players where it's like, this is like a walking injury report. Like, he's always questionable or limited. So mm. there's no telling that David Montgomery won't miss time. And if he misses time during your fantasy football playoffs and Jameer Gibbs is up and active – Holy Santa Claus shit, that's a league winner right there. So Jameer Gibbs is pretty damn good. Now, where he is relative to the wide receivers could be hit or miss, right? I think maybe 105 is probably a little bit high for him. You could have Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, you know, one of these other receivers. If Pukunaku is your flavor like Adam, by all means, put him ahead of him. But he's in the mix, at least. Like, this is a, a massive jumbled tier of Jameer Gibbs and these wide receivers. Yeah, I, I think he's uh... – to me, he's expensive at 105. However, somewhere between, honestly, for me, he would be anywhere from 107 to 110. Uh, no discussion, personally, at all. I, I love, I love the talent of Jameer Gibbs. The one thing for me too, um, best ball in lineup would make a bit of a difference as well. Like in a lineup league, I'm probably going to let him fall past 107. Frankly, um, in best ball, shoot, man. After last week, you might even get me to mess around and take him at 105 in a best ball league because I can backfill receivers later there. So um, that would be the last thing. Fizz, are you good? You need to go? Are you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got about a good five, five moments. All right, bet. Let me see if we can uh, have the big discussion, man. The big discussion. I think this is one of the things I was interested to see. I made sure I wasn't anywhere near the top. I didn't want to be a part of uh, where Mr. Bijan Robinson would go. I did not want to be a part of this. <laughs> I wanted to see what the community would say, and they're at 104. What do we think about this? I'm I'm gonna let you guys go. What do you think, Fizz? Uh, you got to leave in five. So you tell me. 104, mm. Bijan Robinson. You think it's right? You think it's wrong? Like where are you at? I think it's I think it's team dependent, man. Um, in this case, Bryce Young went in front of him because of course all the quarterbacks haven't gone yet. But C.J. Stroud to me shouldn't be 103. And, of course, Andy Richardson is in 103, so it got to be Bryce Young. And as of right now, if I'm a win now, got to, you know, got to get it done, team, I need Bijan. If I could sit back and relax a little bit, let my team work, build, I would take Bryce. So it's team dependent to me, but win now, Bijan. Um, if I'm building, I still might take Bijan and trade him off. I don't know, but I would take Bryce if we just take in the pick straight up, though, just because it's a quarterback lead, super flex. Got you. Okay. Uh, Mike, where are you at? Same conversation or different different thing? Nah, Bijan's still that dude. Uh, he belongs in the conversation at 101, so to get him at 104 was pretty incredible. Now, I know we look at it and we look at running backs in one-year windows, but there's only a handful of them I look at in multi-year windows, and Bijan's one of those guys you look two, three years out for sure. He has that talent. We've already seen it this year. We can project right now with Dan or with fucking Arthur Smith. We go, oh, this is, you don't know what he's doing. I'm telling you, Arthur Smith is working his way into getting his ass canned. 
Like, it will be done so. It will be over with. And people are like, well, he might make the playoffs. We've also seen coaches get their ass fired by just making the playoffs, right? This GM spent a shit ton of draft capital on offensive skill players that his head coach that he controls the destiny of whether or not this guy coaches the fucking team is not using. And you don't think that chaps his ass all the time? Like, man, I went and got you Kyle Pitts, who's generational. I got you Drake London, who's generational. I got you Bijan Robinson, who's generational. And you choose to play fucking Tyler Algier, throw the ball to Kadero Hodge, and use John U. Smith in the red zone. At some point, that shit's going to run old, and it may be this year, and that guy gets fired, and all of a sudden we get an offensive mind in who – unlocks everybody so i'm not willing to panic after eight weeks of Bijan robinson i know what his talent is he's not injured he's not hurt so he still deserves to be in the conversation for 101 okay um i will say this um i i think well first of all for arthur smith um i told y'all he was lying and he just came out and said that taylor heineke's starting so let's and and why yeah. I, why that's a 4d move Y'all gave me this bum. You gave me some great weapons, man. But you gave me these bum ass quarterbacks, and I'm gonna let you know, Mr. GM. Look at this. I gotta play Taylor Heineke when we're in first place for the fucking division, because that's how bad Desmond Ritter's sorry ass is. We need a quarterback. What's amazing is this team has drafted Bijan, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, three years in a row. That's like, man, if you don't have your bills right, you're paying credit card interest, and you're out here spending fun money. Yeah. Bro, what? You got to get your home in order. You got to get the house in order before you do all that. There is so much talent on this team, this Atlanta team. But to me, that's really not the discussion. I think Bijan. I was. I'll be honest. I was expecting Bijan to smash this year. Um, he's not doing that. He's he's shown the ability. He absolutely has the ability to Mike's point next year, even right now, this year, three years from now, to be the running back one stud points per game, absolute warp monster. No no fighting there. But for me, I just – Bryce would be the discussion maybe if you want to take him ahead of a quarterback. But when I see how C.J. Stroud has played, when I see how A. Rich has played, I, I can't do it ahead of those two guys. Honestly, for me, just if I stick to my principles, I'd probably take Bryce ahead just because he's a quarterback, man. And Bijan, if he was smashing and showing me every bit of – it's this is not even his fault, by the way. Let's admit, Arthur Smith is part of the problem. Tyler Algier is getting too much run. But to me, 100%. running backs, running backs in general, I, it took me a long time to get to this point. I'm not taking running backs, even the best running back that we've seen since Saquon, ahead of guys with that type of draft capital that are that good. I'm not going to do it. I think this is about right. At the same time, if someone took him at 101, I'm not going to be shocked. I know Bijan still carries a bunch of dynasty weight. For me, 104 is correct though. Well, to be fair. I only took him behind Bryce because of the draft. But me, I'm always winning now. So I, I would take him 103 over okay. Bryce. But okay. for the sake of the draft and, you know, the win now, lose, building teams, I just wanted to say that. But me personally, I'm taking him over Bryce because I'm a win now type of guy. So, I, I, And I'll say – let me give you my last point here because I haven't looked at the chat here. Um, and then I, I know Mike's got a, got a good retort, so I'll let it go to him. And then fizzle before you leave. Uh, you got your final say. The last thing I'll say is this again. Remove my build for a second. This is one of the points I made about A. Rich, and I think it stands for Bryce, and I think it stands for CJ. If I am trying to get myself into an elite quarterback territory range or any type of quarterback range, when I bring Bijan to the table with pluses, I'm not at the table because I'm not at the right position. 
And however, if I bring an Anthony Richardson, even while he's hurt, I can get myself to a conversation to go get the stud quarterbacks. If I bring CJ to a conversation right now and add a plus, I'm at the table with a lot of these other guys. Even Bryce, if you find a rebuilder and you add a plus to it, you're at a quarterback conversation. So that's the other piece for me, knowing tra- trade values and market. Bijan is a dope asset. I have him plenty of places. I love him. But when I go to try to get the most meaningful position, quarterback, elite ones, those other guys help me get there where Bijan doesn't. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I also just look ahead to future years, though. Next year, there's not an elite running back coming. There's not. I love Brandon right. Allen. I'll tell you, he's RB1. Very much true. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, you'll be lucky if this guy gets second-round draft capital. Like, good second-round draft capital. We'll be lucky and if Mike, we see Trey Benson, running back. What about Trey Benson? No. <laughs> so we've kind of already unveiled we've kind of already unveiled the rest of the rankings but fizzle before you go because i know you got to go uh last and final thoughts man from fizz man appreciate you hopping in before work man Man, meant a lot for everybody here man oh yeah for sure for sure um we want to talk about them too um i mean well like i said i'm taking cj man uh now i will admit before we started this whole draft process it was bright for me over A. Rich and CJ. To me, I was a Bryce guy. Mm-hmm. I always felt like he was a playmaker. I mean, he he could, even though he was in Alabama, of course, but you know he's small. He had a lot of you know a lot of hate on him because his size, but I felt like he can get the job done. And um, I know A. Rich was on a lot of people's boards high, and he was high on mine too. But me personally, I had Bryce one. So to see him at one hundred three, I still don't think that he's one hundred three because of lack of play from him i just think the circumstances and i mean that offense is you know miles Sanders. the run game is terrible the o-line is bad his best receiver is like 34 years old and you know yep. a volume receiver so i just think if you put him in houston he might be playing the same way cj playing so um Fair. you know that was my number one in the, in the draft when they first started over you know with b john of course but um i like bryce still but I'm going to take CJ 100% right now as part of today. Agree. Mike? And Fizzler, do you got to go? Listen, we'll let you get out of here, man. We yeah. appreciate you, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to head out because I know I'm running a little late. So. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm glad. I wanted to make it to 101. I tried, but at least I got my Jordan Addison take in and my Bijan take. So I'm, I'm all good, man. I appreciate you coming on tonight. And uh, I'll be back soon. Sounds appreciate good, man. You, we appreciate you, Fizz. You, man. Seriously, man. All right, fellas. All right, man. All right, Mike. Uh, so, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mike, yes. talk to me, man. Talk to me. Um, these two guys right here, before we get A-Rich up, um, I think Fizz was right. I think, to me, I'll take C.J. Stroud. However, I- I'd be interested to see if it starts to sway a little closer um, after the last they had their duel. Bryce looked a lot better than C.J. did, frankly, in that game. Um, yeah. But where are you but- at with these two? CJ Stroud, no Agreed. question about it. <clears throat> uh, he's the number one quarterback in this class right now, so CJ Stroud should be up there. Uh, Bryce Young is the number three quarterback in the class, so yep, he's where he is. I, I would I, I would take Bijan over Bryce Young pretty easily. Um, the only one you would have a good argument for me uh, whether or not would be CJ. Uh, he he has played extremely well. All of his analytical uh, data points look really good. 
Um, the only thing that like, maybe is kind of concerning is he's really dominated the shitty defenses and kind of struggled against the uh, the above average ones. But you know, it's kind of be expected, right? Like everybody should have a should have different moments. As everyone leaves me, everyone just goes away. <laughs> now we're back again. We're good, baby. We are good. You're not. Love You're not Iowa, Michael. We're fine. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, but I'll take uh, I'll take CJ Stroud as the number one QB in this class right now, as it is, and Bryce Young would be the uh, the number two or three, but <clears throat> number okay. three for me. I, I think what the big problem is for me is Bryce Young's path, and I talked about this way back when they got drafted. I didn't I didn't realize at the time, and this is my bad. Like I wasn't paying enough attention that Houston has Cleveland's pick, so they still had a first round pick to go out and get another weapon for <laughs> and for that CJ pick. Stroud. That pick has some. Um... Some potential. Upside. Some upside. Some potential, right? Yeah. Like we, we yeah. really don't know, but it does have some potential. Uh Bryce Young, on the other hand, no. Like they fucking gave the farm to go get Bryce Young. Nothing. They they don't they have a thing. They they have bro. nothing in assets, bro. Now Adam Thielen's played really well, but can we project in 2024, 2025 Adam Thielen's still gonna be like fighting off Father Time to be this good? I don't know. I don't know. But Canton says a CJ, zombie, but no, I'm with you. CJ Stroud does have the He's got the possibility, right, of getting a, a Roma Dunze, uh Keon Coleman, a Malik Neighbors, like somebody where we go, oh, shit, like Malik Neighbors and Keon Coleman, <laughs> C.J. Stroud, and Dalton Schultz is just, you know, kind of solid. Fuck, this offense kind of nice, you know what I mean? Tank Dell running out of the slot, this ain't so bad. Bryce Young, I think we're going to be looking at it going like, who the fuck is this guy? T.J. <laughs> Chark's number one receiver? Fuck. Because I think here's Trash. the thing. I will agree with Mike on – I'll take Bryce because of what he gets me in trades. So and, and the, the only reason I say that, if you told me right now I have to keep the player, like we go with the old school days, right? You got to keep the player. You can't trade out. If you tell me you want to take Bijan ahead of Bryce and if I'm in that shoes, like I could actually make the case for Bijan there. But like I think at this point for me, if I have a top three pick – I want to go ahead and see, can I move that plus something, plus something, or can I find my way to get into the elite quarterbacks? That's what I'd like to do. So that's pretty much the reason for me why Bijan's not a top three pick. It's almost like it's nothing he can do, like if that makes sense. I love the player. I love running backs, but I know that I can't get that plus picks to quarterback range that's elite. So to your point, Mike, if you want to put him at 103, I can't even come close to fighting you. I think here's the big question, and I'm seeing it in the chat. Mike, so this is now the question for me. Is this correct? 101? 101 no. versus 102. Not for me. Okay. And then if it's not, so how close is this discussion now? Because I think with the injury to A-Rich, this now is a very open box discussion, in my opinion. I I'll give you three guys, right, that are in consideration. He's still in consideration. I just don't think personally for me it's correct, and you wouldn't see me do it if okay. we had this hypothetical rookie redraft, right? Like, I'm pretty big on, like, I'm good selling Anthony Richardson at this point. Like, okay. this is this was a serious-ass shoulder injury, Adam. Like, this wasn't, uh, you know, I'm just not feeling well. <laughs> it's precautionary. No, this is like the you Bijan fucked your thing. shoulder up. You fucked your shoulder up so bad you had to have sur- surgery and miss a large portion of the, the fantasy football season. Like, you you had to miss the entire rest of the NFL season. And, like, we've seen guys who, like, 
suffer these shoulder injuries and sometimes it's it's catastrophic to to career and especially for a guy who we're like damn look at that arm talent like he can run and he's got like a 70 80 yard cannon like he throws like josh allen but he's fast he's fast like lamar jackson but he's also kind of built like cam newton this is amazing and now you just took a guy who's suffered multiple injuries in his rookie year because he didn't really have the awareness to get down or slide or protect himself. And, and by all means, like, injuries just fucking happen in football. It, like, it's not necessarily Anthony Richardson's fault, but, like, a throwing shoulder injury for a guy who one of his big tools was touting his arm strength, I'm going, like, this is a little bit concerning, man. Like, I'm kind of good. Let me get the fantasy production of some of these other guys, some of the stability because they're actually playing. They have chances of their own to have blow-up games later in the year. Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson's good. I just don't think like I'm actively going out and acquiring him just because the mm. price is so high. And we're seeing here in this uh, rookie redo. I mean, he's going as a one-on-one, so people still really, really love this guy. So, so T-Rock, I mean, I know you took Bijan at 104, and – this is where, like, you can throw out a lot of the cross-positional conversation bullshit, keep trade cut, anywhere you go. Because, frankly, T-Rock, here's the thing. You you say it's easier to get there with 10 and 48. Sure. Agreed. But that's not how it works. It's not. People don't associate Bijan Robinson as the 10th overall player in Dynasty when they're trading Trevor Lawrence, when they're trading Lamar Jackson, when they're trading Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, these guys, they don't, they don't, they don't. So understand that there's a clear just, um, how do I want to phrase this? There is a philosophical difference when you bring a quarterback and a running back to the table to get to a high-end asset, and that's a quarterback. Or even, if you wanted to say you can get from Bijan Plus to go get Chase or Jefferson, different conversation probably, right? You may not still be able to get it done. You might be able to, though. When you go to the elite quarterbacks, though, just doesn't it doesn't work that way. Um, so that's my point, though, T-Rock. And I'm not saying you can't have Bijan ahead. You can. I just never will do that anymore. It's 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 more about the position itself than it is about the player. It's not, it's not a knock on Bijan. It's a knock on the, the position of running back. That's all. Um, so anyway, Mike, we've gone through this. I'll say this. I think that this is very close for me now because mm. to the point you made, very summarizing for me, if you want to shoot your shot at absolute like league winning top three Jalen Hurts type shit, go ahead and take your shot on A-Rich. There's still the tools that he could be ridiculous. Yeah. However, if you're worried a little bit about like what it looks like next year, if you'd be a, rather be a little safer – higher floor easily cj stroud for me personally i think the conversation is what you feel more secure in drafting of those two and i think that's the difference in 101 and 102 for me i think it is that order uh those two in whatever order you prefer though for me again at 103 i would take bryce but if you want to take Bijan, i'm not really going to fight you i've told you the reasons why Mike, let's see if we can get a few of these AMA questions answered. I know we can't get them all but uh let's try we get quite a few let's fucking go for it i'm with it i'm with you let's do it all right, buddy. Let's let me, dude. I got so many starred. Um, holy shit. Let me see where. Let me, let me go to the first one I got started. All right, random AMA. Are we buying low on Kayshawn Boutte with Kendrick Bourne out for the year? I'll toss a fourth, a fifth, maybe some fab. That's it. 
that's my buy low right there. I think if we make this question where the low is capitalized, meaning that it's basically free, sure. There you go. Pick them up off waivers. Yeah, dude, I don't want to put much. St- I, I, I talked about this with Mike on, gosh, we do so many shows, I forget which one. This was um 40. It'll come out Friday. Patrons, you might have heard this already. I am becoming less and less tolerant with this. The name cachet that just we just want to hope and hope and hope for. Because honestly, the more that I go back and look at history, it shows me it's a bad bet. Re investing into the guy that looks like it's all falling through the, right. the floor you know it's just not the right bet for me personally so i would say i would answer no unless it's close to free frankly off waivers next yep. question <laughs> next all right so let's go uh has has Traylon burks become a buy with uh levis at quarterback this is a good question if Traylon burks learns how to actually catch some of these fucking passes from levis he had two of them on Sunday that I was like, what do you know? Come on. <laughs> Levis could have an even bigger day. But I know. Uh, I know. I, I think Levis, um, the crazy part about Levis is, like, he still has a lot. Like, there's, he had a great day, and there was a lot that he left on the table. Like, that's kind of crazy to think about, right? There's a lot Traylon Burks left on the table. Agree. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. But he, he might become a buy, right? People fucking hate him. He don't cost a first no more. Tell you that much. I, I was gonna say if you can get Traylon Burks for a second, second in abatement, yeah, go ahead. Done, Done right? I'll, that, I'll throw the guard at Traylon right there. If I can, if I can throw, uh, if I can interest you in some Kayshawn Boutte and a second round pick, um, here you go. Have at it. Okay, twelve team start nine, one quarterback inbox offer. Give up three first, mid to late, and a, a first and twenty five for Chase. I love it, but I'm concerned I could use this capital to go get Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, here's the thing. If it's going to cost you all this to go get Harrison Jr., I'll take Chase anyway. Yeah. I <laughs> just have to watch Chase. <laughs> now, if you can keep one of these and you think it's worth it, and you can, if you could keep one of these to get Marvin Harrison Jr., fine. Outside of that, I'll just, if you're going to send all this for, for Chase, one, I'd rather have that it's a, anyway. It's a start nine. Number two, it's a one QB where these mid to late first, who gives a shit? I mean, we were talking about it a little bit in this draft with uh, the running backs. Like, mm-hmm. who the fuck is going in the first round in the NFL draft? Also, like, who would go in the first round of rookie drafts? No one really cares. So if that's the case and it's one QB, four first for Jamar Chase, hit the send button. Let's go. Give me Jamar Chase. And if I got the choice between Jamar Chase or Marvin Harrison Jr., eight billion times out of eight billion times, it's going to be Jamar Chase. Agreed. I think uh, you know what too, Mike. Th- this will be next week. We'll do a twenty-four. So I think we can kind of start uh, going back and forth between. We don't even really need to do that, need to do that many redos of twenty-three, one or two, right? Kind of let you know where the the market sits. But we can start doing some of these twenty-fours to get you ready for next year too. Yeah, I think that I think that will help a lot, Mike, for you to realize in one quarterback, because this class is really, really bumped up with Caleb and Drake May. So when you go to one quarterback, in general, I don't like these late picks in first. The wide receivers are very good. So don't they, they let are. me uh, They are. But they're but they're also like Okay, J uh not JSN. Do, do not let me slander Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. is in his own tier away from everybody in the rest of the Correct. 24 class and the rest of this 23 class. But Marvin Harrison Jr. aside, I think 
24 is great, but 23 had a, a good receiver class too outside of the Marvin Harrison Jr. This Marvin Harrison Jr. is on planet whatever. Jamar Chase, planet. Correct. As Correct. a prospect. Okay. 100%. Yep. But don't get it fucking twisted. The rest of the wide receivers, probably down to like five or six, <laughs> are on the JSN planet. Yeah. Last year. They're, they're, they're closer to JSN, I would agree. Yeah. But I mean, when yeah, you when I mean, you go back and look. JSN. Who you got? Neighbors? Neighbors. Keon Coleman is a fucking dog. <laughs> like, talk about a guy who has the body type of being 6'3", 215, can go up and contested catch, but also returns punts and has that elite, you know, yards after catch ability. Roma Dunze is in the same conversation. Ameko Buke is also a dog. That is sure. uh, you know, Marv's teammate. And don't – Troy Flank, Troy Franklin – Right, those, those guys. Oh. Those guys are all very good for what it's worth. But to me, to your point, if you want to put neighbors ahead of JSN, I will agree. I think Keon Coleman could be ahead of. Um, but at the same time, if you put them in the same class coming out, JSN and Keon Coleman could probably go neck and neck. If you want to lean the twenty-four wide receivers ahead of the twenty-three, uh, outside of Marvin Harrison Jr. Because Marvin Harrison Jr. I agree makes the twenty-four class mm-hmm. miles different. It's a right. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a uh, generational type of a wide receiver for those that the running backs suck though that's another problem though mike and to your point that changes a lot because gibbs and Bijan helped the depth of this year i'm not saying the wide receivers are bad for it's it's the running backs problem and if you're in one qb you don't give a shit about the quarterbacks obviously (laughs) and now you don't have any running backs either it's all wide receivers at the top which to the point that we're getting to makes 106 ish 107 ish at the best what do you fit there Keon Coleman's baby Des Bryant. And by baby, he just means in youth because he's actually the same size, if not bigger, than Des Bryant. <laughs> well, he, he's he's got the body type. I'm, yes, I love does. me some Keon Coleman. I I just think that, like, with, per, telling you that you're going to have a, a career like Des Bryant, that, that's, a, that's a lofty thing. Des Bryant was an absolute monster, he, man. Monster he, for years. He, he is faster than Des Bryant, too. Agreed. But Des Bryant was the... I, I could make a very strong case, Mike, when you talk about just go up and get it. You could make Des Bryant in the the conversation, right. period. Like that that guy was yeah. arguably the best jump ball receiver out there. He was unreal. You would like to see Keon Coleman be better in contested catch situations. That was my point. The only the only the only like uh but Keon I would Coleman also is, like is a is a, a great also, prospect. I also would have liked to see Des Bryant run a four three, which Keon Coleman might actually run. He could, but another thing too is we. Well, I don't want to do too much of this. Let, let's get into another question. We we've seen a lot of guys that are supposed to run four threes don't run four threes. Um, that's not to say Keon won't. Keon yeah. Keon is actually checking every box for me outside of the contested catch uh, conversation. Personally, I love him. All right, Herbert, Dak, Watson, Bijan, Breeze, Saquon, JT, DK Flowers, Tiu, Deontay Pitts. I thought this was a question, and it's not. I think it's just flexing. I don't. Or he's just listing. So hold on. I'm, let me let me go through and see if there if I can find the question. I think this is just a big conversation between people in the. Um, okay. In Next. The chat. Sorry about that. I'm trying to find it here. We're on a time crunch. Yep. We're good. We'll find the questions. Skip you and move on. The fuck is Mike talking about with dicks again? It's a good question. Huh? <laughs> I'm sure you were. Um, what is Mike drinking? Haterade. 
I don't believe T-Rock. I think Nathan asked a good question here. Would JSN have been the number one prospect in this class if we had never seen the Rose Bowl game? Not necessarily. I, I think this is a great question. He balled in that Rose Bowl game. Um, so did Marv. Yes. But Marv, JSN was a um, – the problem with JSN is in his junior season, we didn't see enough of him and what we wanted out of him, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we saw a lot of stuff in his freshman year that we never saw out of Marv. Yeah, to a degree, yeah. Marv also was – I vividly remember that first Ohio State game with Jackson Smith and Jigba, and he made that Sports Center like top ten catch. You know, sure. In the back of the end zone there, and you're like, how the fuck did he do that? <laughs> right? Yep, yep. And you're like, who the hell is Jackson Smith and Jigba? That was the, the coming out moment. And I would just say, up until that Rose Bowl game, we didn't have any of that from Marv. The only thing we knew about Marv is he's the son of Marvin Harrison Sr. Yeah, well, Mar- Marv had a, a tougher path, uh, to your point with Ibuka. That was where I was going to draw a line. Not not that Ibuka's not bad, not not good. He's he's good. But um, JSN, Mike, in his freshman year, played, I believe it was like seven games and didn't do shit, though, overall. I remember. I, he, to your point, he had a great, great catch. He's had some moments, but the thing about it, if you go to JSN stats, I don't. I'm right, trying to find right. it here. Yeah, he it was like he had one it. season. He didn't. He had uh, ten for forty nine and a touchdown. There you go. <laughs> and so that one touchdown was so a Sports Center hot. It's top a. 10 it's like an OBJ moment that nobody remembers. But to your point, it was a great catch. I, I just remember what JSN's. I just remember sixteen hundred. There you go. JSN's career in college is one season. Hundred with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave on the team, and that was where everything started. Was he did all that while those guys were there? But then when they were off the field, to the the question, the Rose Bowl, he went bananas first Utah man, right? Yeah. And then junior year we didn't see anything again. So uh, by the way, Robo Chris, appreciate the super chat, man. Bang, bang, bang. Showing some love to the shithead family and to the Rangers' first World Series win. All right, T-Rock had a good question that I forgot about. Mike, ask Mike. Ask ask Mike about Ayuk versus Addison now. So right now, Cape Trade Cut has Addison at 11, Ayuk at 15. I remember this for, feels like three years now. I'm sure it's only been two. But the back and forth between y'all, Ayuk and Addison. Mike and I were very Ayuk. Uh, He was... He's taken his – he's licked his wounds, and now he wants to come back and talk shit because they're, he's, he's four spots back. ahead. Yeah, He's finally back? Yeah. Wh- who are you taking? One for one right now. Ayuk. He's got a quarterback. Oh. oh. <laughs> you like Christian. that too? I just Christian. Fucking we, quarterback. Need, we need a fucking clip. Mike just died on Sunday over Brock Purdy. Now he's calling him a quarterback. See, at least something happened. He he got came back to life. I'm not I'm not a psychopath, okay? Brock Purdy is much more of a quarterback than Jaron Hall or Nick Mullins. So Well, Nick Mullins, because we saw him in Frisco do terrible. And he doesn't have an elbow either. If Jaron Hall was playing in Frisco, are we sure? <laughs> I'm with you though, Mike, actually. Um yeah. This is what I'll say about this. I think they're closer. I think Addison right now has all the steam and momentum that's likely to come back to earth because of the situation at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I understand Ayuk has been to the Addison high end 
discussion and fell way down and came up and fell down. He's had this polarizing up and down career and he is kind of safely now in this wide receiver 15 to 20 mix outside of sincerely ridiculous year ending uh, injury. Right? So Addison to me still is very polarizing as far as where he's going to settle in. Like right now, of course, man, he's coming off of some great games. He's looked good, but we got the rest of the season with, I don't know, Mike, Josh Dobbs. I mean, <laughs> we hope it's Josh Dobbs. We could. I'm saying it's, it's Hall, Mullins, Dobbs. What? It, it's Funny, it's I never sketchy. I'd be praying for Josh Dobbs to be the starting quarterback somewhere. <laughs> but here we are. I love this. The people are. are people are out here, and they're shook. They're <laughs> shook in the streets that Mike's saying this about Brock Purdy. That was so worth it because I just took part of Mike's soul with that. I literally saw his eyes dim a little with that. And that was through the shades. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Never Deep proved. C says you never know what to expect from the shades. I think that uh, at this point, this is a great segue to probably get up out of here, man, because we end the show with Mike calling Brock Purdy a quarterback. What do you want? He's a quarterback. What What, what do you want from me? I mean, that that's all I can give you as someone that's trying to host this show. Um, I did. I did see a fantastic conversation on Twitter today that I just interjected myself with the warp tool, which I thought was very fun. It's about Gabe it. Davis. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> you know me out here, like trying to defend Gabe Davis on the start and sit show, where I was like, "Hey, he's actually been decent. He's been decent to like DF Bean Counter being like he's just irrelevant, right? He scores twelve fantasy points per game, and he's going back and forth with Jax Falcone, and they're calling each other out, and it's it's getting a little heated. You know how." how X can get. And I'm like, let me go look this fucking Gabe Davis up in the old warp tool here. And it turns out that some bitch is just in a flat tier full of like replaceable players. Did <laughs> you go, oh, chalk one up for the Canadian drew. <laughs> you know what too? See, this is why I love, um, you'll hear it on 4d. I won't spoil the, uh, the new edition we have, but we got three things now, right? We got the wins, relative to the player we have the warp tool and we have the spike consistency week so if you have gabe davis in lineup and i think when most people are having these conversations on the x mike they're talking in a lineup lens like i'm team drew highly i mean as far as you could go team drew on this one right and you go to spike week consistency weeks you want to play the best ball game i could be a lot more in the middle right because gabe davis has that finish in the top 10 ability right, right. but so so i'll i'll caveat the conversation there where best ball a little more heavily leaning in the gabe davis side but not crazy i'm not gonna get out of out, right. of, out of body over some gabe davis shares and yeah. lineup man mike i have him in the lineup league and i i'm so sick of it it's a start 12 so every week i think about it and i just i hate it it's the worst decision in lineup ever because when you if you sit him and he goes off you hate yourself and every and every single time what maybe sometimes good (laughs) do it it. sometimes maybe good sometimes maybe shit (laughs) gabe davis in a nutshell (laughs) it's it because the uh, even worse mike when you put him in your lineup and he flops i can never live with that I can live when he's on the bench and winning me and sit that. When he's on my team and in my lineup and I see that 3.6, 
I question everything I've ever done in my life. I question everything I've ever done in the history of my life, sometimes man. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> oh, slashy. I think... Uh, Holy shit. We got to get a band going here, man. I need, I'm need. i going to have a band sounder yeah. next time. Get him out of here. It's worst avatar I've ever seen. <laughs> worst. A- Congratulations, Shane Joe. <laughs> you win by default. Where, let me go win back. I got to find Shane Joe now. We got to put this on here. You win by default. It there is. He is. There he is. American components, Russian components, all made in Taiwan. Mike, we had a hour and almost 40 we had Fizzlon for the first. We did a whole twenty-three redo. Give me summarize some of this for people that are you know not wanting to watch a whole hour and forty of me and you and yeah, yeah, even yeah. when Fizzles here. Give me a summary of like what you learned today, what what we talked about, what you thought of everything we talked about. Uh, anything past like the two hundred six, uh, pretty shit. <laughs> if you want to do a rookie draft redo, uh, not as deep as the class. At least through eight weeks, right? This is what we're going off what we've seen so far. First round. Very deep, right? Like uh, at least a guy for me in JSN where I go, well, he could still be in conversation for wide receiver one of this class. <laughs> right? Like you, if somebody took him at 105, 106, I'd go, okay, <laughs> okay, I can see it. Which is very interesting that this is dude again at 112. Uh, Sammy fucking ball game from all those pre-NFL rookie drafts that we did, Adam, where I'm snagging him at the 311, 312. I yes. don't know what saying. Oh, shit, this is a first-round pick now. Found money. Whew, free money, and then the the rookie quarterbacks, right? Uh, still the same as uh, when we did it in uh, <laughs> we did all these rookie drafts back in May, right? Still, yeah. Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and however you want to order them. Uh, I would say though that Bryce Young's probably number three of three out of those, and uh, Jimmy Gibbs, Bijan uh, Robinson, still at the top for running backs. But hello, Devon A. Chain, and even though like we we talked about A. Chain at uh, one hundred eight. Like, if you remember in rookie drafts, he was like the 110. <laughs> yeah, he was late first, sometimes 201, 202 type, depending on how the just, drafts would go. Just think about how that went for a guy that we came out and saw score 50 points, 20 points, 20 points, and then get hurt. He didn't move a whole lot. <laughs> Everybody fucking hates running backs, don't we? We just all hate them. Fuck all these running backs. So. I think T-Rock has a good point. Shout out Nana. Shout out Nana. RIP. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll say this. Um, if you don't know, I see a lot of questions. What is that from? Um, you got to go check it out. Just just type it in. You'll get the clip. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. But it's a uh, – if I remember right, it's an Italian soccer coach um, after the game in an, in an interview. Um, it's one of those that kind of hit viral, and I, I just love it so much. Um, it's got, a, it's got, got a so or something like that? Right, it's it's kind of like that Russell Westbrook locker room quip. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. What, man? No, y'all tripping? <laughs> or the who was that? Coast back before Coastal Carolina was actually good at the football. Sh- the Chanticleers. The, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. You remember that guy who was like, "I need more dogs. We got too many cats." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at them still. Meow. <laughs> 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 One more dogs. <laughs> Boy, when we get off the rails, we are so far from wherever the fuck the rails were. Um, all right, man. Um, 
What was I gonna ask you? Let's get out of here before we get canceled. Yeah, last, last, any, any last uh, thoughts other than that? I think, I think for me, Mike kind of hit it. Two oh six and earlier in the second. If we were to redo it, they're okay. You have a, you have a better chance than late second. They're okay. Yeah. You get to the late first. I think you have a solidified value player. Like we've seen enough from them. They're not gonna fall off the face of the earth, right? Quentin Johnson's out of the mix there. Quentin Johnson might end up not being all that good. However, no one in the first round is going to just like go to shit in my opinion. Um trying to remember what else. Um oh, clearly at the 106 and 107, you could decide for yourself. Somewhere in that range though, there's a tier break, right? Uh if you want to include Puka or don't, yeah. 106 107 cuz that that elite discussion starts there and I think right around 104 depending on what you think of Bijan versus the quarterbacks, that's another tier break because Dude, the, the difference right now, Mike, if you were to talk about trading the quarterbacks and include Bijan even in that, right? He may not get you the quarterback, but he's still highly, highly valuable in the trade, right? So that, that to me is another tier break. So um, that'd be the way I kind of look at the class in 2023 if I redo it, right? The, the talent, the value in Dynasty, 104 and earlier, 103 and earlier, whatever you want to call it, 106 and earlier, 107 and earlier. Then you have a late first. And the second and the early part, mid part, is okay. And we fall all the way off the map in the back end of the second round. Love it. Good takeaways. Love the show. Love the audience. Love y'all out there interacting with us. AMA time. If you can do us a favor, though, go down, like, subscribe to the channel. If you're not subscribed and you watch this far, like, I low-key, just so you know, I, I respect the petty. I respect the petty that you could watch it's a purdy, this far. It's a purdy level AMA. petty. It's a pretty level petty, man. It'd still tell us to fuck off. Like, I appreciate it. And then if you want to comment, let us know if we're crazy, we're stupid, you love the takes, uh, you think I need different shades, a bigger chain, a different jersey, whatever it is. I just want to interact with y'all. Y'all the greatest. You're why we're here. Love interacting with everybody. And uh, Wednesday Night AMA is in the books, buddy. It's in the books. I, I, I'll give you one little further thing. Listen, everybody knows we're crazy. I'm crazy. Mike's crazy. Differentiate. Tell me why I'm an idiot. At least, like, lean into it. You know, lean into the take. Don't just come in and say, this is trash. This is garbage. Tell me why. Make lean all the way into it. I want to know why I'm so bad. Because Write me a novel. Fr- frankly, those are my most fun reads and comments. Is Not just the negative ones. The ones that tell me, like, yeah, Purdy you shit, and petty. this is why. Purdy level petty. Let's call it that. We're out of this thing. We love y'all. We'll see you back here same time, same place next week. Peace.